Welcome to Read By, a new podcast where today's finest authors read what matters to them, from their homes to yours. In this episode, Nicole Krauss reads Leonard Michaels' short story, Isaac. To learn more from Krauss about her choice, check out the episode description. And now, read by Nicole Krauss. This is Nicole Krauss, reading to you from Brooklyn. The story is called Isaac, and it's by Leonard Michaels. Talmudic scholar, master of Kabbalah, Isaac felt vulnerable to a thousand misfortunes in New York, slipped on an icy street, lay on his back, and wouldn't reach for his hat. People walked, traffic screamed, freezing damp sucked through his clothes. He let his eyes fall shut, no hat, no freezing, no slip, no street, no New York, no Isaac, and got a knock against the soles of his shoes shook his teeth. His eyes flashed open, darkness spread above him like a predatory tree. A dozen buttons glared and a sentence flew out, beak and claws, with a quality of moral sophistication indistinguishable from hatred. What's the matter, fuckhead, too much vino? He'd never heard of vino, but had a feeling for syntax. Fuckhead was himself. He said, eat pig shit. The cop detected language, me, it, became I, thou, and the air between them a warm, viable medium. He risked English. I fall in that ice. Thank you. The man in the next bed wasn't alive. Gray as a stone, hanging over the edge of the mattress, the head was grim to consider. But only a fool points out the obvious. Isaac wouldn't tell a nurse. Even so, he couldn't dismiss a head upside down, staring at him, and found himself crying. He had traveled thousands of miles to fall down like a fuckhead and lie beside a corpse. Crying loosened muscles. His shoulders began moving. Shoulders moving, he discovered arms moving, and if arms, why not legs? In his left leg moved thunder and lightning. But he sat up and shouted, Sitting! A nurse ripped open his pajamas and shoved in a bedpan. I appreciate, he said, and defecated. Before dawn, he had dressed himself and was in the street, stumbling, pressing into the dark as if pursued by dogs. More and more, he tilted left, and thus, beneath horrible pain, he felt horrible geometry. His left leg was shorter than his right. He pressed into a phone booth. His sister screamed when she heard his voice. He told her what happened. She screamed, don't move. He sat in the booth, fell asleep, and there was a knock and his eyes opened. She looked through the glass. Katya, he said, like a coffin. She wouldn't discuss the idea. Neither would Chaim, her husband, or Fagel, her husband's sister, or hunchback Yankel, the peddler who asked where Isaac felt pain. In the back? In the leg? He remembered a fall in which he hurt his knee. Did Isaac's knee hurt? No? Very strange. How did a scholar, he wondered, fall on the street like an animal? But then what's one leg shorter compared to a brain concussion with blood bulging from the eyes? No comparison. Lucky Isaac. Isaac winked, made a little lucky nod, and collapsed. Fagel screamed. Katya screamed. Chaim gave Isaac his umbrella. Isaac pressed it with one hand. The other pressed his sister's arm. They went down the street together. Isaac, Katya, Fagel, Chaim, Yankel. Krakow, the chiropractor, had an office nearby. To keep his mind off his stumbling torture, 
Katya told Isaac about Moisha, who was, wasn't lucky. He came to New York, sponsored by a diamond merchant, friend of politicians, Bon Vivant, famous for witty exegesis of the Talmud. So? So as a condition of sponsorship, Moisha promised never to abandon, in New York, any tradition of the faith. He imagined no circumstances in which he might, but married, opened a dry goods store, and had a son. Circumstances arose in doctor bills. He had to do business on Saturdays. Isaac licked his lips. Chaim punched his chest. Yankel shrugged his hunch. So? So it followed like the manifestation in the garden that the merchant's beard hung in the door one Saturday. You know what day this is, Moshe? What could he say, Isaac said. Nothing, what could he say? Chaim punched. Yankel shrugged. The beard nodded. The mouth hacked up a spittle. The spittle smacked the floor. And the baby son was discovered in the prostrate body of his mother, shrieking like a demon while he ate the second nipple. Now Moshe doesn't do business on Saturday. His worst enemies won't say he isn't a saint. You got another story? It's the only story I know. Tell me again, said Isaac. Before he finished, they were inside an old brownstone, looking up a high, narrow stairway. She tugged at the umbrella, but Isaac only looked, as if there were stairs in a dream. To be looked at, nothing else. What can you do in a dream? She tugged. He fell against a wall. She went up alone and came down with, Dr. Krakow says, Isaac must walk up and lie face down on the chiropractor table. Otherwise, go away and shrivel. In a week, his leg would be a raisin. He could look forward to carrying it in his armpit. Fagel screamed. Chaim punched. They walked up. Krakow stood suddenly erect as if the instant before he had touched his toes. His fingers were stiffed, quivering like the prongs of a rake. He nodded to the table. Isaac dropped onto it as if into an abyss, and Krakow pummeled him from neck to tail, humming, Moose es sein. A smooth sign, then said, get up. With dreamlike speed, they were at the brink of the stairs. A thing whooshed by, cracked, clattered to the landing. Get it, said Krakow. Isaac shook his head. Isaac, get it, said Katya. Chaim said, get it. Yanko said, get it, get it. The umbrella was a streak of wood and cloth in another world. Isaac shook his head at the possibility of getting it. Beyond that, not getting it. Shaking his head, he started down, not with delicate caution like a man just crippled, but mechanical exactitude like a man long crippled. Even in the bones of former incarnations, crippled, resigned to a thousand strictures. Krakow hummed, Isaac descended, every step an accident succeeding an accident in a realm where perfection was grotesque. Krakow said, no pain? Isaac stopped gazed out, then carefully into his own center. Pain? His whole being was a question. It trembled toward yes or no, and like music, yes, very slightly, yes. He felt himself lift and fly above the stairs. Then he settled like dust. Krakow's voice shot through the air. Six dollars, please. Isaac turned to fly up to him. With four wings clapping, he was struck by stairs, smacked by walls, stopped by the ultimate unyielding floor. He lay on his back. His eyes fell shut. Thumps accumulated down the stairs. Katya screamed. Yankel shrugged. Chaim whispered, Dead? Fagel screamed. Krakow said, Could be dead. 
Chaim said, dead? Fagel screamed. Katya screamed. Dead? Dead, said Yankel. Chaim said, not alive. And Yankel said, dead. Fagel screamed, 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 screamed. 92Y's Red By is produced and commissioned by New York's 92Y Underberg Poetry Center, a home for live readings of literature for over 80 years. To invite more authors into your home, subscribe to 92Y's Red By wherever you download podcasts. If you enjoyed this recording, please share it with a friend. Tag us on Twitter or Facebook, 92Y Poetry Center, and let us know your favorites. If you extra enjoyed and you're able in this uncertain time, please visit 92y.org slash help now to donate to support 92y and its new digital programming. We rely on your contributions. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Find more great readings at 92y.org slash archives.